They put a dime in the jar. You told me so. You... Yeah, I know. Come on, give it. You know. Well, put you a dollar know. in the put a dollar in the jar. We'll get a we'll get a pizza party at the end of this thing. Um, <laughs> Hello and welcome to another damn anime podcast. Uh, my name is Nick, and I'll be your host. Here with me is my good buddy Joe. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I'm just excited to talk about the new Near Automata version 1.1a anime that has uh, just come out. Um, you and I did a prelude cast at episode zero uh, a little while ago where we talked about everything um, that uh, we knew so far about the anime. Um, well, finally, it is, it is here. Um, I'm a bit of a fan, and uh, you uh, are willing to, to humor me on some of this stuff, so I'm really grateful for that. Uh, but uh, I'm just uh, I'm excited to get into uh, the new show. So, yeah, it just, it just dropped today. Um, uh, on, I watched it on Crunchyroll uh, a little after 11.30 our time, uh, central time. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know where to start with this. Um, it's, um, well, I'll just start with uh, with what you think first about uh, the opening here. So give me your, your, your thoughts on, on how this show began. All right. Well, uh, like, you know, it, it starts off with the whole narration and then the classic uh, poster scene of uh, 2B carrying uh, 9S. Right. Oh, yeah. Spoilers, by the way, guys. Just spoilers oh, yeah. <laughs> all down. This is about the actual, like, episode. So yeah. if you watch this and you're like, you guys spoiled stuff? We were gonna, yes, yes, we did. We're going to spoil the <laughs> shit out of this. So uh, just a uh, fair warning. That's, that's a good point, Joe. Uh, fair warning. We are going to be talking about this. Not quite play-by-play, -play, but that is definitely on the table uh, talking about everything. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, take it away, Joe. All right, so my actual knowledge of the the game isn't that much. I've played the first handful of hours, yeah. uh, but that was you know. So essentially, the first episode is like you know, I've gotten I've gotten just a little bit beyond this. Uh, but yeah, so they kind of uh, give some foreshadowing uh, of you know, or a little bit of hinting of possibly things to come in the very opening clip. Uh, then it quickly gets into the action uh, where you see them flying and. I thought that was uh, a pretty good transition. I thought it was well animated. Uh, I made comment before that any CG being used should probably be done for any machine, which would look fine, and uh, like any scenery things like water. And that's what they do. The water looks really decent, in my opinion. Um, and they do a really good job making uh, the robots, uh, you know, look you know look good with the CG. Now, the only problem I have with it is there's a few couple a few scenes where you see 2B uh very well while she's in the uh, the flight suit. Yeah. And she looks like hot garbage. Uh it is like if you were going to make a statue and have her uh, like erect a statue of her in the in that flight suit, that's what she would look like. Uh now when they do the up close it's all animated and it's great but just it was um there's one scene right away in the beginning when she takes control of the uh the pack and she goes in for like the actual combat sequence and then later on when um 9S gives gives her his flight unit and then she gets in and you could just see it just looks like garbage um 100% I totally saw yeah, that, that for the first time and I just like I was like oh my gosh that looks terrible but yeah go on no, other than that, I think it actually, I think it looks uh, really solid. Uh, I'd like the sound design. Uh, yeah. You know, some of it sounded, you know, maybe a little overly, uh, you know, overly, I don't know how you say it, sound quality. Like the music the is, is kind of too good. Uh, or, yeah. Are you talking about the, there, the sound I effects or the, or the actual music? The the music the music is uh it does stand out uh in both a good way and a bad way um uh I actually I enjoyed it but the thing is it was like some of the sound effects just sounded seemed a little off or a little too like you didn't need necessarily need to have it like that poppy I guess 
like some of them sounded like should have been like toned down just a little bit okay. because they're like, yeah, I just didn't imagine that sound effect. But that is like a overall, common problem. And I've heard in some anime, um, I didn't really hear it in this, uh, but I wasn't really trying to pay attention to that. I guess I glazed over with that part, but I have heard that in, in, in some anime where it's like, okay, that, it, that like footstep or that sword swing is a little too crunchy. You know, there's a little too much going on there. No, but I did. I you know, I kind of I like the the opening sequence flying through the tunnel, and yeah. you know, just like very much, um, you know, that star, uh, Star Wars, you know, uh, final run to try to blow up the Death Star, yeah. like that kind of inv- <laughs> invoke that feeling. Um, uh, it's it just kind of funny though, because like all the other, uh, you know, teammates, they're just all dead. Like they just died, like just just yeah. off screen. That, uh, yeah. You just get the verbal confirmation that she is solo now. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of do that in the game a bit more. They actually have, I mean, you know this, but they have um, those those other people speak a little bit, um, and then and before they kill them, like immediately. In this, they they're just like I think maybe one of the other flight units said like one thing. Um, so that's kind of a weird thing of coming into this without ever having played the game, just watching the anime, you might be a little confused by that where you're like, okay, she was with like one other, but they kind of have an offhanded line. So I kind of wish they'd spend a little bit more and just press copy paste on that flight unit, uh, and just had like three or four more flight units and then showed them, I don't know, getting blown up all together. Cause that's what happens in the game is they all go down together and she, for the most part, and and she survives. But yeah, thank you for addressing the elephant in the room straight away. I I was going to do this if if you didn't, but I'm pretty sure you were going to. The CG, yeah, we in the uh, episode zero prelude, we did talk about CG. We were pretty apprehensive about it. Um, I, like this scene, this early scene where they are, uh, flying in the flight unit and she is going, you know, to be being the main character is going through um, and, and fighting the robots and then flying into the factory. Uh, that is the best place to have CG. Um, it be- did look really good. Like I said, it was, it, I, it provided enough um, quality <laughs> and the action was, you know, like as far I as, don't- as far as Japanese, anime goes i know uh I know. cg's overall pretty bad i know so. but like i did not really ap- appreciate it it's it's the best place to put it but it being the first thing that you see out of the gate i did feel like they could have put a little bit more money or i would have preferred that they put a little bit more money into that very first thing you see being okay yeah this is cg but hey it's pretty good it's it's really good CG. And I felt like this, some of the models I felt were fairly low res. Um, they popped out from the screen and really early on, I was kind of just like, I kind of just had my hands like, like over my face, just kind of like that. Just kind of like, Oh man, this is, if this whole thing is like this, I don't know uh, if we're going to be able to do the podcast because we might just have to fucking abandon it. If I just suck so bad, but um, they, they got through that and um, to be, like you said, she's, she's flying in and she, she, uh, uh, she crashes through this thing. And then as soon as she crashes through this thing, it turns all the way back into, you know, 2d animation. It's like, okay, I think we're more or less sort of safe now. Um, and then they start to like introduce, uh, to, and then they, I think they cut away to nine S, um, and start to show like what he's doing. Um, but well, they actually right after she crashes, they do cut to the um to the opening credit scene, oh, yeah. Uh, and okay, yeah, yeah, so the, op- the opening trailer, uh, it was unique, I guess, is because they decided to show uh, modern Shinjuku, and then just having them like run along the silhouette of like the scenery, the backdrop, the walls, yeah, and it's just like it just seemed really kind of out of place i mean i can understand now this might be just this is me reaching as as far as i can reach as far as the back lore goes because you know essentially all this takes place like very very far into the future timeline because uh of was it um dragon guard uh three ending three or something like that three or c or d um 
where they open up a portal they like the monster comes to like modern time japan uh and when you defeat it it turns to ash and therefore causes the like the plague death that comes you know I think comes around so i'm like i think they, so that's they the only relevance else, yeah. i can see about okay. making it a modern time t- tokyo yeah it, that was very odd i i felt like um the intro was actually kind of cheap uh looking it, it was a it was a standard it felt like a standard anime intro to me um and actually a little bit boring because it was like all in black and white uh pretty much and then the city like morphs and they're like running in shadows and then there's like mountains and there's like mechs and stuff like that that they're flying around in uh, but for the most part i was kind of like okay this this intro is sort of ho-hum um you know guessing as to why they might want to do it that way i would say they don't want to give anything away uh from what's happening later so they don't want to include a lot of later scenes to to bump up that that intro which is a common thing in anime um and uh and then they don't they only have so much money so they're not gonna like make bespoke uh animations for just that part it would have been nice if they had, but I think uh, I th- I, pretty quickly I kind of was like, okay, I'm I'm getting the I'm getting an idea of of the budget for this thing, um, and it's definitely it's definitely not huge. So they did they did what they could, and you know maybe if there if there is another uh, batch of episodes, or maybe in the middle of this batch of episodes, maybe they will uh, change over to a better opening i i would hope but you know that's that's kind of like it's it's just it's just like a cherry on top if you get a good opening really you want the meat of the show to be good uh and a good opening is like oh this is this is cool but not super necessary yeah i mean it was just it was very much a generic opener uh it reminds me a little bit of um uh was it the the eminence of shadow they do a modern like they do the it's all fantasy and everything but then the the, the opening is uh everyone in modern day uh you know tokyo with um and that their characters but their characters look exactly the same as far as facial features so all the girls who have elf ears <laughs> still have elf ears but they're in like modern school girl or business attire and it was just like this is really odd because none of this applies but okay you know it's just yeah, I don't know. Like, Maybe here it's like we are. Trend. This is just yeah, what we're so. gonna do. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think um, you know, kind of just commenting on the animation a little bit more. Um, we, you know, two uh, B and nine S, I think, are pretty well animated. Their 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 character models are good, um, and they move pretty well. Uh, same voice actress and same voice actor for these two characters i don't know about the others they're going to be coming into the show but uh, for these two characters at least uh same uh actors as the game um and i think that they are doing a good job um so that's nice but for the animation itself i I can i can tell that there are a little bit of places where um they're lacking frames there's a few frames in some of the fights uh so far that it's like okay this is this is a like normally a, a fight would be on maybe twos so that it can be done uh, quick and snappy with a little bit of ones um i can tell that some of this looks to me like it's on threes uh because it's like okay she is moving you know here to here and they're trying to make it look snappy but it's clear to me that there's just a little bit uh too much missing but but I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about more of that why I think that is a little bit later, uh, but just kind of moving this along, um, I'm just kind of giving a little bit of a of a, of a you know how how the story is progressing in the show, um, like uh, we get introduced to Nine S I think right after the the opening sequence right yeah so so we get introduced to Nine S and uh, there's this there's this uh, but right before that there's this kind of weird one off scene where there's one machine pouring oil on another on another on another machine that is clearly dead um and 9s comments that that's not going to work because he's like he's like way off in the distance and then um and he's kind of doing something on a computer screen and that's by the time that that 2B it, um makes contact with him 
and then they meet up and uh, they get their mission, uh, which is to destroy this Goliath machine is all that they really say. So you, you go, okay, Goliath is probably gonna be a, a big thing. Um, and they're supposed to go and blow that thing up and they're kind of zeroing in on it. And then after that, they pretty much split up and, um, and to be goes, uh, like starts to go down and nine S goes in his flight unit. I think, uh, it's a little bit different from the game from what I remember, but that seems to be, um, the way that it, it, it works. And so they use that time to show you as Tubi goes into the factory that they're in. They use that time to show you a little bit more of the machines and what they're doing. Um, they show you that some of the machines that they are at war with here, that these machines don't, don't have red eyes, they have yellow eyes. And that's, I guess, to signify that they're like neutral because these other machines that have yellow eyes are not like doing anything. They're just kind of watching like to be, and then some of the other machines, as they go deeper into the factory, they see some of the workings, like they're pouring lava and clearly minting new, um, new of these robots, uh, of, of the bad robots. And, um, to be, or nine S comments, like nothing that the machines do has any meaning. They're just like mindless robots. And so like it continues on. Um, yeah, essentially, you get the vibe that they're just going through the motions, um, you know, just like the, so they have somewhat of an imprint of, like, the humans before them, so because you're hearing uh, the factory kind of spout things off, and that's why the robots were, you know, like, acting like they would before, because, like, if uh, if someone passed out at the workplace, you'd dump water on them or something like that, you know, like, it goes in. Uh, an indentured, you know, servitude, uh -huh. and so it's like they're kind of going through these human-like motions, uh, and so they're, you know, that, that's all they really explain. It's like they, they're just kind of some like a residual memory, as it were. And yeah, there's just like you know, like you mentioned, there was just those robots that you know, yellow eyes, just standing there, you know, not moving, just just standing there, looking around, not hostile. And while the factory is continuing to make more machines, they don't explain other necessarily the machines are. Uh, all combatants, but they just, you know, they're going through doing their thing. Um, you know, to what extent, who knows? So, yeah, that's all they really, you know, kind of explain. And then they're talking about, you know, as she's venturing to try to get to the core of this um, uh, Goliath. Yeah, yeah. So they are sprinkling a couple of these little things in there. And I'm just uh, bringing those up because I know that they're going to come into play a little bit later. Um, but they do a really good job of, like, getting that stuff in there. It's like, okay, we have to... You know, we got 23 minutes. We have to put these things in early and at least mention them uh, in order for this stuff to make sense later. Um, but but quickly, you know, she goes she goes down, and then uh, this this like red beacon like shoots past her, and she's like, "Oh, like 9s, it's coming toward you." And so. Um, so uh, as the red beacon comes like out of the factory up, up at the top, it gets uh, put onto uh, this machine, this giant machine, and then that thing comes alive and like they bring in these uh, two arms. Dang, I totally skipped a step. So, so right about um, about the time. Let's see. Um, so well. Uh, while you look for that, um, one thing I did want to mention is they do um, during the whole after she she gets in and she makes contact with Nine S, they kind of make him a little chatterbox. Um, they do, yeah. You know, he's talking about how he's usually a solo guy. You know, as a you know, as a recon, uh, he doesn't or a scanner. Or something I think it was, um, and that's why he doesn't really get to speak much. And he seems to be really just elated with having uh, someone to work with. Yeah, um, so that that's kind of they're giving him a personality in this sense. Yeah, yeah, he um, definitely he definitely has way more of a personality. Um, that's way more forward than 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 two B's. But the part that I missed is that the way that that two B and nine S actually link up and meet in person for the first time is there's this two um, B's going through killing enemies uh, in the factory, and then this giant saw arm breaks through one of the walls. And she has to fight that, and uh, 9S comes in and is able to save her after 
after she has some trouble with 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 fighting it. She she like defeats it, but then it like comes back to life. Um and that's when 9S comes in with the flight suit and like blows it away. Uh so that was pretty cool. I thought that was I was like, okay, that's that's definitely different from the game. I'm I'm pretty sure. Um uh gosh, I need to play that game again so so I can remember everything that's that's uh that's different. But that that's when they split up and go their separate ways looking for uh how to find this Goliath thing. And then it comes up and then they are then they uh they both come up and start to fight it. So yeah, it's um and and then we get another a lot of uh CG again once the the Goliath machine thing comes up. It's uh it's back to CG town. But I mean like watching this the first time it, it I was somewhat disappointed with some of this stuff watching it the second time I was like okay I kind of I kind of understand what they're going for uh more and yeah, the CG honestly this the way they're implementing it here doesn't bother me okay uh then again I've also watched things that are far more egregious and like they're still animating the uh the actual characters uh while everything else you know so they're animated uh while the goliath machine and the background is cg uh so it still gives you a place and a focal point so long as i'm just glad they're not animating uh the characters because yeah. if they were because they'd be very stilted and they do this with um like dance sequences for idle animations or uh like the the anime knights of sodonia that i forget the company that does that but all their early stuff is just really bad i remember like, hearing a lot of bad things about um, knights of sodonia yeah the story is actually really decent for knights of sodonia but like everything else like the actual quality of looking at it is really hard to swallow at first um and yeah so that's just you know i i didn't think it was that bad at all as far as uh you know making the machine and all the background parts look the way they do yeah um and yeah the the fight sequence goes pretty smoothly i thought uh you know they did you know they end up introducing uh 9s trying to do uh his hacking bit yeah yeah I was and that you know they kind of make him show off as he's, he's entering like the grid as it were uh and that was you know that was decently animated i thought uh they give him they make him cocky as well which is you know he has a bit of an attitude with them i mean he even answers his uh the operator in the very beginning with um with a hi hi which is like yeah yeah <laughs> And you know, so which is very much a a high school mentality, yeah. Because you know, as a teacher, English teacher, you'd be like, you know, or just a teacher in general, when they say hi hi, you just it's just one yes will do, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that you kind of hassle them for for saying yes twice, um, and that's what they the operator does. So they gave them that like that you know childlike mentality, I guess. Uh, yeah. And then for him to be cocky, being like, yeah, it's like you know this these defenses won't stop me, pretty much. So. Yeah, it's just, it was kind of neat to see yeah, that. Yeah, I, I will say that the actor does do a pretty good job of making 9S uh, likable pretty much immediately, I think. I, th- I think he's, I know a lot of people don't like 9S, but uh, like from the game, but I thought he was, he's pretty likable immediately um, without having too many lines. Um, like he gets right in there and it's it's pretty good. But yeah, he, yeah 9S, um, 2B's fighting, uh, fighting the Goliath on her own at the beginning. And, uh, it's, it's not going the best, but then, uh, 9S swoops in again and says, Hey, uh, you, you can't like do this alone or like, you can't just, he was like, you can't just, uh, like, like start swinging at it. I forget exactly what he said, but he basically said, you can't just go hard at it. And that's when he hacks in and you see kind of, uh, that whole world. Cause that is a big aspect of the game. Um, so it's good that they introduced that like straight away. I don't remember ever doing that this early in the game, but that's because I don't know. There's there's some weird stuff that 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 happens. So I guess you probably could, but I'll save that for later. Um, so uh, soon after the hacking bit, 9S is mortally wounded, and um, but his hack is somewhat successful as the Goliath goes inert for a minute. It just kind of like slumps over. And then to be runs up and um, and uh, comes to nine S's aid, and this is like one of the first times that we see a good bit of emotion with to be. Um, she is clearly distraught and not uh, 
Um, she's not uh, she's not in control of her emotions as she is trying to help Nines and his injuries. Um, she um, like the little helper robots that come with them. Uh, she commands it to start administering these um, these uh, first aid protocols. And the robots like we don't like he says like we don't have enough or this is not the protocol for this type of situation and she's like just do it so she's clearly not um, thinking according to the mission parameters that were told to her so that's kind of that's kind of an important important factor that she is uh, she definitely has some more emotion at this point and it's kind of like well you know like that's kind of weird like why is that. Um, but, uh, but nine S like calms her down and, uh, and, um, tells her to take his flight unit so that she can continue the fight because the Goliath is going to come back online. Um, and then right after, after that point, uh, that she leaves on the new flight unit, uh, we hear nine S saying something to, the uh the robot that accompanies him uh telling it to basically begin downloading um or rather uploading Tubi's memory banks and then it cuts out uh and goes back over to to what uh, Tubi is doing she's uh flying around and uh she's uh fighting the Goliath thing some more um does some cool moves and uh, jumps out of her flight suit and stabs the thing in the head and, and, and kills it finally. Um, yeah. So uh, I believe they're, I believe their helper robots are just called pods or yeah, referred to pods. as pods yeah. and pod 42 yeah, and 39. Um, like there was the, yeah, the, like you mentioned, he, nine uh, uh, S keeps on referring to her fighting style as being like just rough. Yeah. essentially or like a you know you know brutal uh, you know something like that along those lines uh because she's very much just like you know hacking uh without real uh finesse i guess is the best way to put it um but yeah after after she defeats like the first robot uh and then you know, it slumps over and he he does reconnect with her uh, and that's when during that fight scene you see three other core just core units like flash a little bit um but you don't really get understanding what's going on, so it wasn't. It's not until after the first is defeated that you see three other, um, three other Goliaths start emerging around them in like a triangle formation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so this seems this seems pretty neat. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and explain it. Yeah. So at that point, so they just had all this trouble and both almost died with this one Goliath that it wasn't even like fully online, um, and then. Uh, three more do pop up, like you said. And so the implication there is, okay, we're fucked. Like we can't, like our, both of our flight units are down. We barely could handle one. So how are we going to handle three? Um, and at that point, yeah, to be reconnects with, with nine S and, um, nine S pulls out this little black box with these kind of white striations on it. Um, and uh, and Tubi pulls out like one from from herself, and they touch them together, and then like the whole area just detonates and like totally explodes. So they're caught in this like massive explosion that is meant to to consume them and the Goliaths and like just destroy everything in the area, um, which is uh which is pretty cool. Uh, there's this meme that I have to talk about. There's this meme that I saw online a long time ago, and it's a uh, a picture of them doing that in the game where they're both like holding up their these like black boxes like that, and uh, and it's uh, the, the 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 like text at the bottom is like let's trade lunches. I just thought that was so I thought that was so funny because it does look like they're just like sitting at a picnic like with these lunches, um, but anyway, so so yeah, so they they blow that area up, and then um, and then it cuts back or it cuts to a shot of space, 
and this space station um, that's like their mothership and kind of explains that really quickly. Hey, this is like the, the androids like mothership and to uh, be wakes up in this bed and she's like saying some stuff that is kind of cryptic and somewhat philosophical, I think. Um, and then she, uh, gets up and, and, and it shows her running through a hallway and she meets, uh, 9S in this hallway and it's this kind of curved, um, hallway. So, uh, you can tell that she's on some kind of a space station, I guess is, uh, is the implication there. Um, but, uh, she meets 9S in the hallway and she says something, uh, referencing what just happened and 9S lets her know that he doesn't remember anything up until the point that, uh, ju- just until the point that they met. Um, so everything that they kind of went through together just then was was lost. Well, they uploaded, he was able to upload her consciousness beforehand, but his, on the other hand, yeah, so, it, but he does, you know, relay the fact that the mission was a success, and upon hearing the fact that he lost, or he does not have memories of them ever meeting, um, because, you know, one thing you, you know, I think you missed out is, like, he, before they, they touch black boxes and detonate the reactor, or, or cause that reaction, they, um, he, he, like, he gives a heartfelt, like, it's been an honor to, like, um, uh, to you know fight with you uh so he you know he obviously has uh stronger emotions but then now he's like a blank slate again and you see her uh gripping you know like you know uh, gripping her fist and pretend you know like saying you know pretending like things are normal and she has like a grimace on her face a slight bit later uh so you know that she uh is not happy about this and it kind of hints to what happened in the very beginning opening sequence too, whether or yeah. not that's the future or the just could be how many times in the past, but uh, whether or not um, he's been getting nuked or wiped every time and has no recollection and she just gets to see him die a bunch. And so she gets to essentially make friends with him all over again and then just watch him die. And she's retaining all these memories. And so it's uh, kind of like a one-way time loop. Um, yeah, so it is the, a little yeah. bit that way. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. I forgot that I forgot about him giving that heartfelt goodbye. Um, uh, yeah. And that is a really telling scene where I think it's the very last thing that is part of the true, the true show, um, is as he's walking away, it zooms in on her fist that she like clenches and uh, you, so you can tell that she is uh, frustrated with the situation at the very least. And it's, um, yeah, so, so it, it's, it brings up a lot of questions. And, but it also does kind of answer that very first scene. Like, okay, so, it, you know, you would probably think that the very first scene where she's carrying his body, uh, that that would be like some shot of the future. But um, as much as it... <laughs> It it actually does the opposite. It uh, it muddies the waters there. So yeah, now you don't know if that is the future, or if it's sometime in the past, and all this has happened before. Uh, in like you said, like a one way uh, time loop. Um, but at least in 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 her mind. So yeah. Um, uh, I thought it was pretty good. I thought I thought that that ending there. Um, it got to the point of what they were trying to do and it, uh, it ends on a pretty interesting note. Um, do, do you have anything to say more about the actual, I don't know, summarizing going on, goings on of the episode before we maybe start talking more about, uh, general thoughts and maybe, uh, different little nuancey things? Oh, uh, well, I just, I thought I was, um. Uh a decently strong first episode to get people who don't know much about near uh, kind of on board because it's enough little cryptic stuff here and there, but for the most part, it's just an action focused uh, episode, which is enough to get, you know, you don't want to lose people's attention. Um, yeah. That's, I guess the hardest thing is if you take it too slow, you know, you know, not everyone will do the three episode trial, you know, they'll, you know, usually bounce out right away, especially if it's, uh, if they know something remotely, like oh yeah, that near that's that weird one that you know uh, I've heard a little bit about, or they may have heard someone else talk about how messed up or how unique it was. But if they tried doing something too 
elaborate and too slow, m- too many people would bounce out. Uh, but m- making it a little more simplistic uh, and just having action focused, I think that they'll keep uh, people at least interested for episode two. And then by maybe episode two, you can then start getting into actual character development and you know start jumping jumping around with you know more than just two people essentially. Uh, I think that's that would be the smart move because by you know by the time episode three happens, you can actually have a real plot uh, laying down, and that'll keep people hooked in for the long haul. Uh, so we'll see, but I think they'll probably introduce a handful of people next episode. This is my prediction. So I thought that was a that was an okay way to do for episode one. Yeah, I think they probably will introduce probably. Uh, I think there's at least one more character that'd be willing to bet they introduce, uh, and maybe two or three more. Um, but uh, so for you, just on this episode alone, what would you rate this episode alone on a on a one to ten scale? No, uh, that's a hard one. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Um, let's see. Over uh, if you know, depends on how what you're breaking it down with uh, between animation fight sequence or sound and all that stuff. Just like, uh, I mean, just like probably overall, like, just general, I'd say, I'd say it's a seven. Okay. I'd, I'd tell people to go ahead and watch it. Uh, I don't say it's a must watch, uh, but I would say at least, you know, like totally give it a shot take a look, see if it piques your interest. Uh, you know, it's, you know, I would, I would openly recommend it to someone. Um, if it was a six, I would, I wouldn't recommend it, but nor would I, you know, shun it. I would say, but if someone said, Hey, I'm watching that, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's cool. But this one, on the other hand, I'd be like, yeah, if you're remotely interested in any of these themes, you know, science, uh, sci-fi, uh, anything having to do with, uh, machines, androids, like the concept of human, because they kind of hint at that a little bit, mm-hmm. um, because they, they, 9s starts to talk a little bit about the difference between uh the robots uh versus the androids uh in mental you know thought and then she interrupts them saying what's that have to do with this um you know so that's you know they they touch on things like that if any of that interests you then for sure give this a watch uh and that's where i stand right now okay that's good so So, i'd say like a seven out of ten seven out of ten okay um so yeah for me i I watched the first episode and I just was like, or I just, uh, I watched the episode the first time and I was like, okay, this is like a six out of 10. Uh, I was just like, this is, you know, not really, it's not, it's not bad, but it's, it's not really, uh, I didn't get my expectations in check. Uh, I would say, um, so I watched it again and I, I started thinking about it in terms of somebody that had not played the game at all. Um, who's coming to it brand new and maybe a little bit more realistic expectations on, on budget and what's, you know, possible for a property and an IP like this. And, um, I, I ended up coming to a seven out of 10. Like, I was like, okay, this is really more of a seven out of 10. There's definitely some serious weaknesses to this show, but the sacrifices that it makes, it doesn't, it, it you can tell that it's, sacrificing some aspects for the sake of getting uh, tons of action and tons of store and tons of story into the episode. So there's like, there's, I mean, barely any scenes where things are not moving. Um, and I have to applaud that there, there's so many, there's so much anime, even action anime, uh, even like shonen hardcore action anime where they are standing around for large swaths of the show and for all of its faults, this show, it, it keeps things moving, uh, it keeps scenes changing. They are going from, you know, one environment to another, uh, just about every three or four minutes. So once I started thinking about it in those terms, I was like, okay, this you know, they are making sacrifices. They are putting in a lot of CG, but it is so they can get this story moving very quickly because there's a lot to do and not a lot of time to do it. Um, if they're only going to get 12 episodes, which, you know, we, we have to assume that that's what they're assuming is, hey, we're only getting 12. So we have to get to a good point here. Um, and, you know, so so once I kind of thought about that and um started to try to enjoy the show 
Because I watched it the first time thinking like, okay, I'm just going to sit down and enjoy this. Uh, but that was really hard to do because I knew this podcast was coming. So it was really hard for me not to think about it critically. Um, and it was actually in the second uh, watch through that I, I I took notes. But I was actually able to enjoy it a bit more, I guess, because the, the, some of the pressure was off. Um, and uh, I did, I was able to pick up on some more things and appreciate some, some things like, like there's this one part where 2B and 9S are talking via the comms and um, 2B is standing on the, the edge of this factory looking out over the sky and there's like this rustling and she like looks over at it and it's these birds flying and 9S goes like uh, on the comms. She's like, uh, he's like, is something wrong? And uh, she's just watching these birds fly away and the sun like hits them and it's like kind of pretty and she's like no it's nothing and then like the and, like the show like goes on from there but they took a couple times like really carefully chosen scenes to give these characters uh some humanity um and even more than like shows where where that humanity is not in question i guess that's probably why they did it but i, I definitely enjoyed uh, certain parts like that. And, um, yeah, it's, um, it, you know, the, the more that I think about it, the more that I like it, the, the, the more that I'm kind of like, I settle in with what they're doing. I'm like, okay, this, this definitely makes, uh, sense. And I think that somebody coming to it totally blind, um, <clears throat> that somebody like that might not, like it, but I think they gave it their best shot and gave it the best possible, um, the best possible shot at getting a total newcomer to be like, okay, I'm in for this and I'm, I'm in for maybe the next one too. Um, so yeah, I, I would say seven out of 10. I'm glad we both came to, to, to that conclusion, but you know, you know, I, I, I might come back to this at the end of the show, you know, after it's all said and done, um, at least these first 12 episodes, and I, I could see myself bringing this to an eight out of out of ten just on this episode alone, uh, but it depends on where they I'm go. With clock it. orange, clockwork orange, you and just strap you to a chair, peel open your eyes, and you'll just be like Alex, and you eventually you'll be like, no, dude, this was ten out of ten, man, it was a masterpiece. What are you talking <laughs> it's about? It's definitely not ten out of ten. It's definitely not ten out of ten. I, I would, uh, I, I would definitely say that there, there's no chance that it's getting to that point, and I would really. See say that i would never probably put this at an even a nine out of ten but as far as i would say it would get an eight out of ten only in hindsight yeah. if there's enough in the future episodes that happened if this happened to have enough foreshadow but that's that's doesn't really count because when you get to when you look back at something and realize there was more to it um you know that's your that's automatically nostalgia hitting you at that point you're like oh wow that's you're getting more out of it because of the later episodes, mm -hmm. not for the episode itself having the merit that it was there. Yes, you can appreciate it more when you watch it, you know, for the the whole series again. Uh, but it's like you know, not your your initial. I think the initial impression is really important. Uh, yeah. Yes, it can. It, the whole series or whole up ep certain episodes can increase, uh, get better or worse over time. Uh, you know, you're allowed to change your mind. But honestly, I think the this initial impression is uh, is clutch. Uh, but I do think you came out came at this a little harsh, uh, only for the animation style. But that's because you're not you're not familiar with how garbage a lot of animation. Can I know, be. Uh, I know. There's so, some garbage stuff out there, but man, those assets are those assets are not that high res. I they could have they neither what neither was the entire background of the entire game that, that all i know like PS2, I, that that's you know, it's wonderful that you bring that up because because i was thinking like i was like as i was watching this show probably three quarters of the way through i was like oh of course of course it's yoko taro it's supposed to be shit it's supposed to be shit and they're just gonna like they're just gonna they're just gonna count on you just powering through and appreciating what comes later but as far as like the presentation and stuff it's like just good enough to get that to power that story through because that's always what yoko taro does he he does the gameplay and everything just good enough to keep you interested in and playing for the story and i think that's where we are now with the animation too 
Yeah. Uh, all right. So that was pretty much with it uh, with the actual episode itself. They do have a little fun ending bit there. Oh yeah. Uh, a quick explanation with via puppet pals. I love this. Uh, I thought this was great. very Go ahead. very much a Gynex kind of feel to it uh, for the old, for anyone who remembers that um, the studio used to what well, used to be something like Carrie uh, Kano slash His and Her Circumstance, which was the same director as uh, Evangelion. So like the ending, yeah. like the ending of the actual TV series, how it gets weird. And uh, but yeah, they have these little puppets trying to quick give a, a rundown of ex- an explanation of a little bit of the tutorial of the world. Um, yeah. The so, androids numbering a letter system. Uh, they quick break that down for you and then they then they give an ending uh, <laughs> or like the way they explain it. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. It, it is super fast. Uh, but as soon as like the light, the like the the last scene of her clenching the fist like went dark and then and then there's a light that comes up immediately and it's like it's on one of the pods and uh he says we're gonna he says we're gonna explain to you some of the world and the alternate endings of near because like in near automata that's a big deal is all the alternate endings and uh yeah they bring out these puppets and uh they talk a little bit about how the different models of android units like there's like the b unit the a unit the you know all the way through and they're like and um, there might even be some more um yeah it's it's yeah it's a b uh let's see there's it goes uh, to like g or something like that a b g h uh o s which is the attack battler uh there was the healer a uh, gunner operator and a scanner uh were the ones they mentioned are off the top uh, and then how they mentioned 2B is a culmination of attacking gunner. So hence the two before the B. Mm. And that's because she's a gunner and attacker that I guess that's what qualifies her as a battler. Um, but yeah, that was, that was that, that part I didn't actually know. So that was kind of neat to know, uh, to figure out. Yeah, they don't really um, go into that, at least from my recollection, they don't really go into that too much in the game. But the um, the manga, I started reading that one time. And the manga did kind of go because there's more characters, uh, and they're like, okay, well, you're this and you're this and you're that. Uh, they kind of explain a bit more. So just because you talked about a meme-worthy thing earlier, it's uh, about a few about a few weeks ago. I noticed on Reddit someone drew um, like a 3D box. It was just a 3D, you know, normal cube, and he goes. And now here's a here's a 3D sci-fi cube, and it was the same darn thing, but it had a line. And then at one point it goes 45 degree angle up one tier and then the line continues. And he goes, that 45 degree angle uh, isn't necessary for it to be science fiction cube. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's and exactly then I, then I saw do. this and I just couldn't help but laugh to myself because their black box has a bunch of those angles on it. Uh, the 45 yeah. degree sci-fi with the circle at the, at certain points. <laughs> yeah. That's, there's something about that just rings science fiction to our brains, but um yeah, so yeah, the puppet. Then they, uh, then they, then like nine <laughs> uh, S. The puppet nine S starts to explain the the cube and to be like box, yeah. The, yeah the black box and to be sneaks hers out and then and then she like brings it closer and he's like oh no wait <laughs> and then it explodes again and uh, and it she, like does the the credits like roll super fast and it says to be continued. Um, yep. so yeah, that, that was really good. I was like, okay, they, they're definitely having fun playing around with this and giving you, you know, some pretty good value. So, um, because the, the actual series has, um, an ending for every letter of the alphabet or the actual game yep. does. I'm pretty sure. I think so. so, which, you know, fingers crossed, that means there, there'll be, you know, like, you know, it'll be a 20, you know, 20 plus episode series, but uh, well, I, I like I said, I'm still sticking to my guns. It'll be 12 to 13, and then <laughs> they might have a second season if, if because as you mentioned before, your your thoughts on budget, and you know it's it's easier to sell a 12 episode box set and then sell another 12 episode box set and then sell the culmination of two box sets together, and then the, uh, and then make the movie that doesn't that doesn't matter to anything in the story. Yeah. Or that's the movie that retells the whole season one. Uh, yeah. Yep. And it, then sell that separately and then sell season one and two and the movie in its own box set. You're right. 
It's uh, yeah. perfect. Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed it. I was uh, I was really scared there at the beginning, uh, but uh, but but I enjoyed it, and I'm I'm looking forward to to doing it every week. It should be it should be pretty fun. Um, a couple, a couple extra little things, um, music. We kind of touched on that a little bit earlier. It is the music is uh, is Okabe's you know soundtrack still, uh, which is very forward and powerful in a lot of ways. So it kind of stands out. Um, but I, I'll say that, you know, the music goes along with helping this anime feel pretty unique to me. Uh, even after having played the game and stuff, I, I feel like this, this anime is a lot different than a lot of other anime that you see, you know, poking around in, um, on Crunchyroll and stuff. Uh, so it's something, it's something different than your standard isekai or, or romance or, uh, you know, samurai sword swinging, you know, young punk hero or whatever. Um, it's different from those things. And I definitely appreciate that. No, for sure. I mean, it's, you know, uh, the first episode came out strong, a solid seven is my opinion. And, uh, it most definitely warrants at least giving it, you know, the further go. I mean, we're in it for the long haul. Uh, yeah, thank you know, God. Good, That's good worse. And, you know, it's <laughs> like, so, I mean, it'd be more entertaining for, I guess, the viewers if it's for the worse. Uh, but no, hopefully it's, you know, I, I have uh, faith that it'll, it'll be, it'll be solid. And they've already discussed how it's going to be slightly different. So it's not going to be like a beat, you know, and it's already shown. It's not going to be beat per beat, like from the game. Yeah. So there's no worries about that. Uh, so it'll be just it'll be enough freshness for you, and within probably the next episode, it'll probably be anything beyond my knowledge of it. So it'll be all inter entertaining for me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. should be fun. Uh, looking forward to it. All right, well, this podcast is getting a little bit long in the tooth. Thanks for tuning in. Um, hope to catch you next time. Yeah, take it easy, guys. Bye.